0: There's a
1: reason that they call this the number three state for student athletes getting to the next level. I've never seen one person tackle this kid. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And
2: we're out there like it's the Super Bowl and uh, we did pretty good, which was not good for us.
0: Foam hog. Welcome to another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, and it is brought to you by the phrase foam hog. (laughs) I can't even get, I can't even have uh, Hannah get through it without without losing a straight face. You'll find out more about the phrase foam hog later in the show, and it is can't miss material. John here, Hannah there, coming up on Bracketology Weekend. Can't wait. Trying to figure out who's going to make the playoffs, what the seedings are, what the math that's involved. And let me see. We well, with
3: Foam Hog. we Foam know Cockwood County will be yes, in the playoffs. We true. catch up with head coach Sean Calhoun. Yes. They are rolling over opponents this season, uh-huh. scoring an average of 46 points per game on offense. Incredible. We also have on the podcast today Milton head coach Ben Reeves, because the Eagles face Lambert at mm-hmm. the Eagles Nest for yep. the Football Friday in Georgia game of the week, and that one's for the region title. So a lot of regions have been determined. 38. But one last Regular season Friday to go. I can't believe it. John. Yep.
0: thirty-eight regions have region <laughs> champs. That yep. means that twenty-six will be determined this weekend. It could be Thursday, could be Friday, could be math, could be Saturday, could be uh, you could end up with uh, mini games on Monday, depending on the region and tiebreakers. And that's what we mean math because it's in each individual region, it could mean something else. So that is where we are. We have math. That'll be next week when the All-Stars show up. We have all the math sorted out. But this week is fun for various reasons. And we had a great game on Football Fridays. It was uh, great to see Norcross and Peachtree Ridge get everything settled. Uh, they're that much closer to determining a region champ. But Norcross, when you got guys that are over 300 pounds on the board and just mashing the ball over 400 yards on the ground. Great effort by Norcross, knocking off Peachtree Ridge.
3: Running back Kevin Maven rushed for 234 yards and two scores. Blue Devils won at 35-17. The quarterback A.J. Watkins had a great night, two scores of his own. Like you said, they now face North Gwinnett. For the region 7 7a title this friday so that's definitely a game to watch john
0: yep uh last week other games to watch obviously we'll discuss with uh, coach calhoun about colquitt and valdosta which gave mm-hmm. colquitt the region championship down in region 1 7a you've also had newton losing to south gwinnett so that region's in the blender we'll figure out what's going on there after this week thomas county central beat lee county in 6a 31-24, stopping them short on a fourth down with time running out as they were chasing after the tying score there. Uh, let's see. Cartersville beat Dalton, doubled them up 42-21. Cass beat Calhoun. Calhoun out of the playoffs for the first time in since, I think, 1999. Wow. And we got that to last weekend. Warner Robbins over Jones County by the score of 43-28. Spalding over Perry, that was the web game. That game was nuts. Wiley Ballard had a fantastic game to go watch. Down in Griffin with Spalding and Perry. Uh, also on the board, Troop over Trinity Christian. Pete Wiggins at Callaway got win number 175 in his career. Mary Persons, region champ, shutting out Upson Lee. Lumpkin County. Let me show some love to Heath Webb here for a second. Beat Dawson County 34 23. First region title since the program's inception in 1961. Ended an eight game losing streak to Dawson County, won in Dawsonville for the first time since 1998. Crisp shocked everybody, put 61 on Thomasville. Appling, Pierce, Tombs. that one's in the blender. That one's going to have Math and AA. Uh, Cook beat Fitzgerald in Region 1, AA by the score of 14-7. Commerce, Elbert, Rabin, that one. Uh, that one's all over the place. Commerce beat Rabin. They got the region title in Class A, D1. Blackley beat Swainsboro 21-20 on a, la- a late score there. Sly County shut out Marion. Clinch beat Charlton in Swamp War. Aquinas upset Green 14-10, and that was just a piece of it. I, I mean, it's like Vi- I said,
3: Vikings Nation, I know, is not
0: happy. No, they're not. I mean, absolutely craziness, but uh, a lot of things yet to be decided. That says a
3: lot about the talent growing around all over the state though. Like just when you think Georgia's talent and evenly Northeast Southwest around Georgia Mm -hmm. is good. I just feel like every year it gets better and better, John.
0: Yeah, it does. And there's a reason that they call this the number three state for uh, student athletes getting to the next level and you get to see it over and over and over again why this state is what it is when it comes to football Thursday, Friday, and sometimes on Saturday.
3: Well, you get to see another one this Friday on GBS. How's that Sports? for a
0: transition?
3: Let's catch up with Milton Head Coach Ben Reeves right now on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey Coach Reeves, welcome to the podcast. You get another big win, forty-eight to nothing over Denmark on Friday. What was working so well in that game, and what's been working so well all season?
1: Yeah, uh, it was one of those games to where everything just just clicked for us. Uh, we we talked all week just about focusing on us, our brand of football, playing a clean game, uh, and and we did. You know, it was, just, it was just a game to where anything that could go right for us seemed to. Uh, But the kids just had fun playing football. You know, it felt good to be back at home. It was homecoming. Uh, We had the DJ up in the student section, keeping the energy up.
3: Yes, I love that. A
1: bunch of smiles and high fives and just a good night of football. And um, like you said, we had a lot go our way for sure.
3: Well, the region finale will be for the Region 678 trophy. You're hosting Lambert on Friday. We were broadcasting it on GPB. Tell me what to expect atmosphere wise and what are your keys to the game?
1: Yeah, so, you know, we're going to try to, you know, bring the energy back. And uh, I told, told the DJ that he did such a good job last week <laughs> to fact, come back one more time. And, uh, you know, we, we have a couple different uniform combinations. So the kids always like to, you know, mix and match and run out in something fun. So it, it'll just be a good high school environment, a fun high school environment, but also a competitive game between two teams that respect each other and two coaching staffs that respect each other. Uh, you know, coach Coach Beach and I, our relationship goes back to when we were JV golf coaches. Wow. Yeah, I used to I used to do golf a couple years ago. Um, and JV golf matches, just you know, sitting sitting in golf carts together. Um, you know, talking and, and having a good time. And and now we're two head coaches playing each other for a region title two years in a row. So uh, just, you know, like I said, a bunch of respect on both sides.
0: When you look at your non-region schedule that sets you up for region, it was a win against Collins Hill, the loss to Western. You beat Roswell, you beat Alpharetta, then lose to North Cobb to get you ready for region play. What did you think about your team after your non-region schedule as you were heading into region play? What did you learn about yourself when you were 3-2? and
1: Yeah, I learned that uh, our team is hungry. I learned that winning matters to our team. You know, we go down to uh, Fort Lauderdale and play Western and and just lose a heartbreaker. Um, But, you know, still had a great trip. Uh, It was a competitive game. It was storming that night, standing water on a grass field. Mm. I mean, it, it was just an insane night all the way around and you know lose by four points had a touchdown called back had a uh, fake punt called back that would have scored and the, the minute we got back to our hotel the players called a player's only meeting to say that you know this is this is not acceptable this isn't the standard and you know it's it, it, in my mind like i love it but uh, it's one game you know it's it's uh lessons not losses but You know, non-region, it showed how much it meant to them to win and how much they did want to improve and get better uh, despite dropping two games. And so, you know, I'll roll with a team like that all day long that wants to get better and it means everything to them.
3: You mentioned those that called the players only meeting. Tell me about some of the leaders on your team for those who aren't as familiar with Milton football. And on the other side of that, tell me about some players that are overlooked and that maybe deserve an offer.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, there's um, our senior class is is smaller this year, but, uh, you know, the guys that are still with it and stuck around uh, have been Milton through and through for a while. And um, they're they're just strong players, strong individuals, good leaders for us. You know, offensively, DeBron Gatling, you know, he's been starting for us since he was a, a freshman, you know, and I when I think about my time here at Milton, um, it, it'll be tough for me to think about Milton without DeBron, right? Because he's he's been a four-year starter and a part of so many games and so many playoff runs. And, you know, he does what he can to, to push the offense along with, you know, Luke Nickel, our, our quarterback, who's having a just tremendous year right now. And then defensively, you know, we return some really good players, especially in the box, like Corey Stewart, Jack Lawson, you know, just kind of get the defense going and um, got some guys up front, Drew Cohen, who who's really come along as a motorboat right now um and you know some some good guys in the secondary so um we we got leaders not only on both sides of the ball but at kind of every spot and every level that's able to push one another and we also have good competition amongst the units so there's there's no off days out on the practice field right because if if you don't bring it there's a there's a good player probably a d1 player across the way from you that is going to bring it um so there's just a lot of iron that sharpens iron out there as well
0: so when you mention iron sharpening iron, was there a moment so far this season that was a pleasant surprise, that was something that you had an idea about this group that, might have, that you might have thought was going to happen, but it, when it finally did, it was a pleasant surprise. Have you had any of those moments so far this season leading up to this game?
1: Yeah, you know, it was the Roswell game for us because we come back after losing a game in Miami and, you know, we have the players only meeting and we're on a bye week and everybody's fired up to get better and to improve and, you know, uh, you know, just saying all the right things but at some point you have to go do those things and you have to go perform and our next our next challenge was you know the top team in 6a arguably Um, a team that has all the motivational factors to beat us because it's been i think four or five years since since we've lost those guys um had them at home had them on tv you know just motivation off the charts for those guys um and that was a really tough First game back, really tough test for our guys to stand up to. And they went there and showed out and played ball. And at that moment, um, you know, is somewhat of a defining moment for our season of we can be who we say we are. We can, you know, do the things that we want to do. And we just proved it against one of the top teams in the state, regardless of classification.
3: And for our make that kid an offer segment, what about a kid on your team that deserves an offer and isn't getting the looks you think that he should?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sorry I skipped over that earlier when you asked me, but I, I, you know, I can't say enough good things. Um, And and he he does have a couple of offers, but not near what he should of our running back, TJ Lester. Um, You know, we've had some really good running backs here at Milton, and he's arguably going to be one of the best, you know, at the top of that list. Um, For one, just a a phenomenal kid, does everything right. Yes, sir. No, sir. Works his butt off. Comes from a, a great family his brother Tristan also starts for us at safety, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, but to this day, and I stand by this and if somebody wants to show me a clip that disproves what I'm saying, I welcome that. But I have, I have never seen one person tackle this kid. It is the (laughs) most, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen of just the way that he can shed tackles and just his vision and the cuts that he makes. Um, and he's just such a good back, uh, you know, may not check, you know, the, the, the height box that some schools want uh, may not, you know, he he's got mixed reviews in the speed category, but at the end of the day, I mean, he moves the ball forward and and that's, that's what matters to me. That's what matters to us. Uh, and I'm kind of shocked. He just hasn't blown up at this point based on what I've seen and even comparing him to the backs that we've had here at Milton that are playing major one division college football.
0: Last question for me has to do with uh, your, your trip to Nashville. And, and what I mean by that is before we came on and started hitting the record button, you told us about the 2008 staff at Barry and High that involves you and our other guest here on the show, the head coach at Caulcourt County, <laughs> Sean Calhoun. What's your What are some of your cool memories from that staff? Because you were telling me about that staff, and that
1: was a strong staff under Ryan Branch. That was a very strong staff. Um, you know, Coach Calhoun, obviously, is a successful head coach. And Mario Drayton was on that staff. He was a head coach. And Clifford Fed. Uh, for one, we had a lot of fun together. And there's not a ton to do in Nashville, Georgia. So we had to create our own <laughs> fun a lot of times.
3: Oh, And, um,
1: you know, that's, that's when I used to give Coach Calhoun lessons, uh, lessons on the sticks, okay. as the kids like to say it. Um, and teach him how to how to play the sticks a little bit Ooh. but we just you know we all hung out together and um, I got memories of even being at practice of him being the scout team quarterback and me going out there and being a scout team receiver and then throwing me a couple go balls during practice I'm talking live practice <laughs> so it um, it was a it was a good time and we were both young and just out of college it was our, our first high school coaching jobs so just a lot of good memories from that staff and uh, you know, it, it is pretty incredible to, to know what we had there at that time and just where everybody's going and branched out to.
3: And look at y'all now. You're going for another so, region title, Calquits clinched their region.
1: Yeah. So it's like much so more. Who, football so who so was <laughs> better? The
0: arm or the or the wheels? Who was better on that? The arm or the wheels when you guys were scout team?
1: You know, luckily, uh all that stuff's probably on VHS, <laughs> even if it was recorded. I don't even know if we were recording practice at the time. So you know, luckily there's no video evidence to uh or <laughs> memories to, uh, right. to even uh <laughs> answer that. But so we can't um, put
3: b roll clips over this ah! interview. <laughs>
1: but I but I but just knowing knowing him, knowing myself, we probably were both on point that day. Yeah. It, that's really, the correct really, answer. really good. Yeah.
0: Well, coach, thanks for hanging out with us for the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. Looking forward to the the game that decides it all in region with you and Lambert coming up on Friday night. Thanks for hanging out with us and thanks for pulling back the curtain on memory lane down there and Barry and High in Region 1AA where you're going from Blakely to Nashville to try to get a game going. Thanks for hanging out with us oh, on the show.
1: Yeah, no, we, we appreciate you guys highlighting the program and can't wait to see what Coach Calhoun has to say about those those days himself. One coach down,
0: one to go, and we obviously couldn't let the story pass with what Ben Reeves told us about his time at Barry. And so we start off the interview with Sean Calhoun, find out about Colquitt County, and remember, the episode is brought to you by the words, Foam Hog.
3: Hey, Coach Calhoun, welcome to the podcast. Um, That's the best hat (laughs) we've seen on any coach this year. For those of you that are not watching (laughs) the video version, I'm sorry, because that is awesome. You have a, is it foam? It's a foam hog. It's a foam packer on your head. That's a foam hog is what that is. (laughs) Please explain. Oh, that's
0: tremendous. Yes,
2: it's a foam hog, and it's got some, and it's got some, uh, got some mileage on it, so it's good. It normally sits up on my, uh, on my bookshelf there, but. What a! There's no better time to pull it out than right now with you two. Oh, that's amazing. I agree. That is I agree. tremendous. This, that,
3: that's going to be the tease for the podcast. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to edit that. I, I edit this thing, so that's going out. Yeah. On it social should. media. Okay. So, first <laughs> question.
0: First question yeah. was the Wayback Machine. Go ahead and go for it.
3: Yeah. So we just had Coach Reeves on, the head coach of Milton, and he was telling us some funny stories about Nashville, Georgia. So we need to get your version of the story. Uh huh. You guys were coaches on a Pretty powerful. Yeah, you look at the names
0: on that staff. Well, no, you look at the names on that staff. It's an amazing. That's an amazing coaching staff under Ryan Branch in 2008. But yes, if you would please, sir, share your experiences (laughs) from Nashville, Georgia, and Barry and High in Region One AA in 2008.
2: All right. So now, are now are you going to let me know of any stories that that? He said or no, oh,
0: absolutely' we'll, yeah, so if, if there's anything that he can that that you concur with him we will we will share this evidence, yes,
2: okay, all right, so uh just a couple off the top of my head, one uh me it, it, so me and my wife have no kids ben Ben is down there, just fresh out of college um he he is he is a single man. And, uh, we're in the, one of the smallest towns in the state of Georgia. So, um, very, very interesting times. Uh, my first time as an offensive coordinator, he's our receiver coach. We are in in a region where we basically have no chance to make the playoffs. (laughs) Um, and
3: what what I meant by powerful team, Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) but we are, uh, working for a great dude in Ryan Branch and just great people down there. And, uh, one of the best things is after, after, uh, after school on Fridays, we had some downtime and so we were able to go home. And so me and Ben, we'd always go to his house and play video games. So we would play NCAA football nice. and, uh, every, every Friday and then report to the report to the field when the, uh, when the kids did, uh, we would always play uh scout team receiver and quarterback. It's a true story. So, we're going we're going up against I was trying to think who was running the option um, might have been Thomas for the time anyway. So I go and put on my my college Valdosta State helmet and my old cleats and we're out there like it's the Super Bowl and um, we did pretty good, which was not good for us.
3: Oh, my gosh. This is is great. Oh, that's fantastic. Best podcast of the season. Okay, well, we brought you on to talk about your team. So (laughs) let's let's talk about your current team. Gawgwick County, you guys are doing amazing this season. I have a stat. You are averaging 46 points per game on offense. You just beat Valdosta 44-28 to clinch the region. How does it feel, Coach? You've had success with Colquitt ever since you've been there. What makes this team special?
2: And obviously, it feels great. You know, after nine games, you want to be 9-0. and But it hadn't been perfect. Um, I've picked up some gray hairs on the way. And we have a group of kids, like when you talk about strictly offense, what we're doing on offense is what we should be doing. With the amount of experience Like our starting left tackle, Turk Daniels, he's played every down since he was a ninth grader. Mm. You got Nico, Landon, and Nye that have been playing since they were ninth graders and every down since they were sophomores. And so just there's so much experience at all 11 positions um, that that was going to be the driving force for the team this year. Obviously, defensively, you know, replacing nine of 11. And so the offense at times is going to have to carry the team. And that's just kind of what we're, what we're built for this year. And, and uh, we've done a good job so far. So hopefully we can continue that.
3: One more game, regular season game before playoffs. You're at home versus Richmond Hill on Friday. What sort of things will you be honing in on to springboard you into playoffs during that game?
2: You want to be playing your best going into the playoffs and, uh, I want this team to be great. I think we're good right now. And I think we have the capability of being great. And so if you want to be a really good team, weeks like these, you got to handle your business because no matter what happens in that game, we're still the number one seed. Um, Richmond Hill is fighting for a chance to get in. If they beat us, they guarantee themselves a playoff position. And they were up 30 nothing on lounge. Uh, This past Friday, obviously we were not up 30, nothing on allowance. It was a, it was a shootout. So it's a, it's a team and it's a, it's a week and a game that we can say, Hey, we're focused on the playoffs. You know, we're not worried about this game, but that's not us. You know, we're not worried about the playoffs because the playoffs don't start this week. So I want to see our guys
0: be able to handle our business and play some of our best football that we've played all season. So then, how do you block out folks like me and Hannah?
3: <laughs> how do you ignore it?
0: How do you how do you have all of your your student athletes ignore conversations from folks like us, where you got folks knocking on your door? Hey, you've already clinched a region title, and you know you've got, you're nine and zero, and you've done this and you've done that. How do you have them block out all of this noise? And how much of a challenge is that in this day and age? We uh, we try to head it off early. You know
2: we've. That's the one thing good about our schedule is that it was hard to ever look past somebody because uh, because every week it was somebody difficult. And so I was able to really preach that early. And we always have a Sunday team meeting at three o'clock. And that was one of the first things that i talked about. I said, look, somebody stopped me at church today and just broke down the entire bracket, like broke down like our entire road. That to does the not bins. surprise me at all. <laughs> you know, and... And so I'm like, guys, like it's gonna happen, and you just sit back and you say, hey, we're focused on Richmond Hill. You know, fans can do that, and uh, we just can't get caught up in that because if you do, you know, you can, um, you know, you, you you can have a slip up. Which I told him, I said, you do not want to go into round one going nine and one.
0: For someone who's never been, how would you explain what it's like to have someone break down a bracket for you? You know, after Dutch Fork. <laughs> How would you explain how it's a part of the fabric of the environment there in Colquitt County?
2: It's, it's a very unique and special um, situation, you know, special special place. You know, I would, I would highly recommend anybody to come to a game here. Um, you know, the, every stadium here, you know, especially in our region, does not have a track around it. You know, so one, it makes it so close, intimate, you know, fans are uh fan, fans are crazy. And what you don't get a lot of, um, you know, me me being from Gwinnett and coaching there a long time, like down here, visiting fans sit or sorry, home fans sit on the visitor side. Mm-hmm. And um, and and that's just that's just what they do. And um, it's like a small college atmosphere. And um I I would love for people to have too much passion and no passion at all. And um and i'll stop and talk about our packer boys as much as people want to talk and so um because we get so much support and what's great here is just you know the the tradition like like we have kids on the team who has brothers uncles cousins dad you know granddad like we played about the first game was in 1913 mm-hmm. we played each other yeah and so you know football just goes back forever and right wrong or indifferent i mean like if you google Our high school, something about football is going to pop up. And, you know, so that's why every Friday we try to uphold that tradition to the best we can.
0: How is your relationship with the Coquit County Fire Marshal?
2: Good. because He's the one who
0: can determine how many people can get in past the 8,000 that can sit there. That's why I ask.
2: All right, so one of the fire chiefs, his, his son is Ty, is uh, Tyshawn Reed, who was committed to Duke. So we got a good end there.
3: Perfect. That's that's how you do it, John.
0: I'm done.
2: That's I'm fantastic. Done you. Thank you
3: so much, Coach, for being here and shedding light on the season and and your successes. We're so excited to see what happens down the stretch and of the playoffs. And busting out that foam hog, <laughs> and wearing the foam hog. That's that
0: awesome. foam hog. Oh, that's tremendous. Oh, see that that and oh, see
3: we can't. I can't top that. You can't talk. That's that.
0: fantastic. All Be right. good, Sean. We'll catch
3: <laughs> up soon. God.
0: Thank y'all for what y'all do.
3: So he says the foam hog has kind of been like beat up, like worn out. Like What, what is he doing? Me that that to the, me, that
0: just means that, that he wears he it a lot. What's he doing
3: with the hog helmet? I just think so he you wears. Think, it you a think lot. he brings it out to the field like the players?
0: He, hey, if it's a motivational tool, you bring it out to the field. But he, I mean, he said that it, it hangs over him in his bookshelf.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: So I, I'm thinking that it's in that space. Is if you if you watch the the video version of the interview, there's there's a gap space like over his head, literally, and I think right in the middle of that bookcase is where that that foam hog exists. You know, right there as a part of the okay. that whole bookshelf idea. Okay. He probably brings it out in, in big <laughs> occasions.
3: So awesome H- having dinner. I think we need ha- having one. dinner.
0: Having dinner at home.
3: We need. Like, he just brings it home. He just he brings it, right it home. He town. puts it
0: on for dinner. You know, and just
3: we need um like, a like mini, we need like a mini version. it's like hi
0: you know i'm having some joke in barbecue and some banana pudding and i'm wearing my foam hog hat you know just you know that whole thing <clears throat> i, I oh, think i awesome. think literally we have to ask sean a follow-up question do you wear this at home <laughs> when you're having dinner
3: oh man yeah what what are you watching friday john a lot i mean we what do you have, have circled we have all over those... there with your pink highlighter well
0: it's yellow this week um Let's see. So, oh, and uh, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. Sean wanted to send congratulations to GPB and the, the Football Friday staff for the Emmy.
3: Oh, that's nice of him.
0: And so, uh, and so uh, uh-oh. uh-oh I got a text from Sean just now. Oh, no. Can you shoot me Hannah's contact, please? Oh, <laughs> no. What? And I, and I texted him, and I said that we loved the, the interview that we, we, you've got coming up for recruiting.
3: Yes, the interview. We talked to two of Colquitt's top players yes and it's going to be a really really good interview yes. coming out on sunday
0: and i said that they, that, they, that those two are an absolute right and he said you should be with them every day
3: they are so funny
0: yeah so it's a tease for sunday in hannah's interview but uh here's here's games to watch other than all of them because we still have 28 region titles to decide Parkview mm-hmm. and grayson newton and archer that determines who's making the postseason and okay. south quinnett might have a say in that as well in 7a in six A, Coffee and Ware is going to decide that region championship. Nine and versus seven and two. That one is at, uh, that one is at Memorial Stadium in Waycross. You better leave now if you're going to get a ticket or if you're going to get parking because you, it's not going to happen on Friday. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Cairo and Bainbridge. That's another one in Quad A. You got to keep an eye on Troop at Lagrange. Eight and one at seven and two. That gets us to. Uh, Sandy Creek and Douglas to determine uh, what's going to what it's going to look like in that region with Cedar Grove already. Uh, they were off and they've got Carver Atlanta, so we've got to determine what that that region is going to look like with seating because all four of those teams coming out of AAA they're going to make a lot of noise. Double uh, A, you've got Appling, Pierce, Pearson, Tombs and the math that's involved there, including Vidalia and everybody. Uh, get this, okay? Understand this region in Double A, Region Three Double A. If things go completely sideways and you have like tiebreaker, 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 and everybody's tied, legitimately the last thing they tell you is hat draw. Okay. They literally could determine seedings in Region 3 AA by drawing numbers out of a hat. Wow. If you end up with if you end up with all of the tiebreakers being the way that they are. Uh, Rock Martin North Murray up north in double A, Union mm-hmm. County and Fellowship in AA. Uh, Tryon and Darlington. Darlington was off last week. We'll get into the staff whip around in just a sec. Tryon and Darlington also. A lot of teams in Class A are in the playoffs. Uh, Let's see. Manchester and Taylor County is Thursday. Keep an eye on that one. Jenkins County and Portal for a region title. Green County and Washington Wilkes after Aquinas upset Green County last week in... uh, the uh, region play to make sure that that region went back in the blender for the last week okay
3: our web game region 4-5-A matchup between Arabia Mountain and Tucker that should be a good one mm-hmm. and as always our flag football action continues check out our website gbb.org slash sports and our social media at gbb sports for the latest scores updates and which game will be airing next
0: alright so staff whip around for this week staff, staff whip, whip around, around. <laughs> uh, Spencer beat Central Macon by the score of 43 nothing. my apologies to King James uh Command-
3: 43 then.
0: Commander Sandy's uh, Decatur Bulldogs beat Shambly 36-34. Uh, Druid Hills beat Lakeside Atlanta by the score of 17-15. Uh Jake, it was the battle of five forks trickum for you, for Jake the Snake, Parkview and Brookwood. Parkview 1. No, wait, 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 wait. What? Wait.
3: Jake, yeah. what happened in the game?
0: Jake, yeah, Jake, let us know in in Jake coaches speak what happened with Parkview and Brookwood.
2: Well, it was, it was a historic rivalry. Um, we we brought our A game, as we always do. Accurate. And, you know, when you come into the Big Orange Jungle, there's only one way out, and that is a loss or a win. Which one do we do? You you, you <laughs> won. Uh, what? We won, yes. That is the only way that it can happen in the Big Orange Jungle. Shout out to
0: Coach Cecil Flo. Is that <laughs> a, right?
2: That's, a histo- that's what A, a
0: historian.
3: <laughs> that, that's what that, happened. A
0: great historical reference, mm-hmm. by the way, Jake. uh, mm-hmm. uh yeah, so Coach Sturdivant right it now. It sounds like who's my a twins legacy? yeah,
3: just saying every word they know, just like uh oh, up, night night, this mama, da
0: This is expert <laughs> sports analysis. It is this is absolutely expert sports analysis. <laughs> Big orange
3: jungle, Cecil uh, so Flow. I care about win-lose.
0: Big orange jungle. Yes. Absolutely. This is fantastic. Analysis from oh a Parkview alum gosh. here. Jake the Snake won the we Battle need to have of Five Jake Forks. Trickling, sit,
3: sit in here with 43-24. us.
0: Forty-three twenty-four. Last show of the year with the All Stars. He gets to sit in. And Sprayberry beat 53 fifty-three thirteen. Darlington was off, and Darlington gets try on this week in a big region battle. So that's right. staff flip around for this week. <clears throat> that's the show.
3: That's it. Check out the GBB sports rankings that come out every week. Those do awesome, and we Boom, are hog. almost in bracketology. What
0: Next week, All Stars.
3: Yep, it's gonna be fun. Yep. How many times have we said Foam Hog on the podcast?
0: 70 billion. (laughs) And that's not enough.
3: FH. Foam Hog. Foam
0: Hog. Next on Peach Jam, headlining Foam Hog. How's that for crossover? For everybody behind the glass oh, and for Hannah, who can't keep a straight face for anything, thanks to Sean Calhoun at Calhoun County, thanks to his foam hog, and also <laughs> thanks to Coach Reeves and everybody up at Milton. It is uh, Milton hosting Lambert this week for the Football Fridays in Georgia game of the week. 7.30 kickoff shortly thereafter on Bracketology Friday. Get your brackets all squared away, because the math starts now. For everybody here at GPB, thanks for hanging out with us. Play safe, everybody. Enjoy your foam hog.
3: You really think the foam hog?
0: Of course I did.